Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, welcome back to the golf show. As I said, we had a couple really you know, bigger events. Certainly the fewer event is a, is a big one, a big purse for those guys, and, and we'll talk to the winner of that in the next segment. But our first guest today is a um, veteran of the uh, Western Pennsylvania golf scene. He is the last guy from Western Pennsylvania to qualify to get into the U.S. Open. He did that in 2000 at Pebble Beach. So, with that little introduction, let's welcome Rick Stimmel um, to the show. Rick, thanks for coming on with me this morning. Hey, Mike. Good morning. So, you've been basking in the glory of your um, spring stroke play championship this week. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, something like that. We had a uh, that yeah. was good news on Monday, and then we got we got bad news yesterday. So, uh, yeah, the. Uh, the um, the celebration didn't last long. Yeah, well, that's that's the world, unfortunately. Yep, exactly. Who knows, who, who knows? You know, all these sports team schedules and the golf schedules. Boy, I would put tentative at the end of every one of them. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, we had. We have no idea. I, I think all of us had a little bit of hope that we were getting back to some sort of normalcy but as of uh as of yesterday it looks like most of our stuff is either going to be canceled or postponed until i guess until further notice so we'll just have to be patient and sit back and wait and see what happens well tell me a little bit about and i know you and i talked after the the um string stroke spring stroke play on on monday um tell me uh, what or, or tell our listeners i guess uh, what was working? Um, how were you able to get around uh, in four under par? I believe. Um, what was what was your day like at Westmoreland? Yeah, I just um, I, I just kind of noticed like over the last week things started to click a little bit for me, and and I think just the just the fact of the pure excitement of finally getting a chance to play in something. I mean. That's the first West Penn event we've had a chance to play in this year, and usually we're probably two or three deep in tournaments at, at this time. So, you know, I played in the I played in the Tri-State Open a couple weeks ago, and I came in fourth, and then I played in the Spring Stroke play, and I won that. So I think it was just I was excited to finally get back to competitive golf, and I think that's kind of what that's really kind of what got me around the golf course. You obviously played well. You obviously putted, <clears throat> excuse me, putted well because those greens were treacherous. Um, 
when you when you play a course like Westmoreland, what's what's at the top of your mind? What are you thinking about when you go there? Well, you know what? Here, here's the thing. I haven't. Um, we used to have a decent amount of events out there, but I haven't played out there in probably like eight or nine years. So I didn't remember the golf course that well, but I just noticed that. I mean, you had to drive the ball pretty straight out there, and 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 that's what that's probably what I. I would say probably that's the key to to me scoring as well as I did on Monday as I as I drove it pretty good. So it it, it left me a lot of little flip sand wedges. Every par five I I had a chance of getting to, and uh, and just staying below the hole. I I was I was surprised. I mean, I like I said I hadn't played out there in a while, and that golf course was actually a lot better than what I remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, condition wise, mm-hmm. it was good. And, and you know what? It, actually, in in Diamond Run's defense, I mean, our new superintendent, his name is Ron Pusateri, and he's he's from up your way in, in Green. He used to be at Hannistown years and years ago. I mean, he has that place in tournament shape every single day. So when I go out in the evening and chip and putt and hit some balls and stuff like that, it, it that place really prepares me for playing, you know, all the other venues that are that are equally as good. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I give a little shout out to Ron for for keeping our golf course in tip top shape. Well, you would have had a real test uh, Monday and Tuesday at Allegheny Country Club had you know the the guidelines prohibited that. Um, you guys, I have to assume you look forward to playing places like Allegheny Country Club and and the Field Club, Fox Chapel. Those are really really good golf courses, and they're they're tough tournament golf courses. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, it's it's nice of those clubs to open their doors and and let the and let us come in. You know, every every so often. I mean, Oakmont's been been really really cooperative. I mean, we've had with the state open hopefully coming up in the next couple of weeks. I mean, this is our third go at Oakmont in the last three years. So, you know, when you tee it up at Allegheny or or the Field Club, or Fox Chapel, or Oakmont. I mean, it's a it's a treat to uh, because you know, in, in all honesty, there's a lot of people that play in these tournaments that have never even stepped foot on Oakmont before. So it's a it's a nice uh, it's a nice change of pace. And, and uh, yeah, Allegheny was going to be a good one, but uh, looks like we're going to have to keep our fingers crossed and see if that one happens later in the year. Yeah, well, that's too bad, but that's that's life as as we know it. Yeah, yeah. There's worse, there's worse joining, things that could be happening, right? Oh, there's absolutely. Um, Rick Stimmel is joining me this morning on the golf show. Um, you and I talked about this probably more than we did about the tournament the other day, and I, I, it was a intriguing conversation that we had. Um, you told me you're 52 years old. You've 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 been through the through the wars, quote unquote. Um, it's amazing to see the young golfers that are coming up now who, who can play now. And, you know, it, when you started, you know, all those decades ago, um, the youngsters didn't quite have the polish that they do now. Uh, as you stand back and look at that, um, how do you see that? I'll tell you what. To be honest, I mean it's 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 unbelievable. I mean we some of the guys that have been 
out there long enough. You know, I, I, I talk with Sean Knapp a lot, sometimes more often than I want to. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we sit there and, and we, and you just, you watch these young kids coming up and they're so fine tuned when they're in high school that it's, I don't know, so, something or someone is preparing these kids for bigger and better things. And I, I just never, I mean, the guys that are in their late 40s, early 50s, even 60s, I mean, nobody had that those resources back then. It was, you know, you went out, you hit some balls, and that was it. Now now we get on, you know, every year I get out and play in the Azalea Invitational down in Charleston. And I'll see a bunch of, I mentioned this to you the other day, you'll see three or four, like, 16-year-old kids that have TrackMan set up, and they're they're trying to get their numbers and this and that. And it's just... <laughs> I just think that the kids nowadays are, are so much more prepared and, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. It's like these kids, you know, they hit it forever. They have a good short game. There's zero fear in where their golf ball goes. I mean, if if they hit it 340, and as long as they can find it, they figure out a way to get it done. And it's uh, it's a different uh, it's a different game than a lot of people – are used to seeing over the last you know ten or fifteen years, but it, but on the other hand, it's it's fun, and it's you know it, it it keeps us on our toes. I mean, you know, back in the day, there used to be ten people in the West Penn Golf Association or even the state that had a chance of winning every week, and now there's there's like thirty kids every week that have a chance, and and I don't know any of them. All these kids are so young, I don't even recognize anybody when I walk to the range or on the putting green and. At the end of the day, you look at the scoreboard and you see these kids I've never heard of shooting four, five, six hundred par. So it's uh, it's good for the game, I think. And of course, you know that that age is starting to become a factor when <laughs> yeah, there's you nothing you, you can't you can't slow that down. I've no I've tried my but hardest. If but if one of these if one of these kids talks to you or acknowledges you, you know you're getting older when they say. Hello, Mr. Stemmel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, You have been, for quite a while, one of the longest players uh, in western Pennsylvania. But in light of <laughs> what we've just talked about, that's not always the case anymore, is it? No, not not at all. I mean, I've, you know, I don't want to sound arrogant, but, but I mean, there was, back in the day, I mean, it, there was nobody within... Like tournament golf, good good golfers. There was nobody within thirty yards of me or forty yards of me, and now I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I I don't think I'm hitting it any shorter than I am than I was then. If all honesty, I mean I I could be hitting it a little further than I was back then. But you know I see these kids. I mean sometimes I've seen them thirty, forty, fifty yards ahead of me and. You know, the guys I play with on the weekend, they're like, there's no way somebody hits it 50 yards past you, Rick. And I said, I see it every single week. You guys just don't understand it. So, mm-hmm. And like I said, these these kids, I'll give you a great example. And, and I hate the name drop, but, but Mark Getz. I mean, I, I've played enough golf with Mark Getz from Hannestown. Like, that mm-hmm. kid is 150 pounds. And when I tell yes. you, he hits it 340 all day long, every single shot all day long. Connor Smith, Palmer Jackson. I mean, every one of those kids just hit it forever. Their short games are unbelievable, and 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 that, that's why that's why you see those guys on the leaderboard every week. So mm-hmm. it's uh, 
it's it's shocking because, like I said, I was on the other end of I'm on the other end of the spectrum now. I I like being out front. Now I'm I'm the one looking forward. So, in in stock car racing, I guess the analogy would be you like to be out front in the clean air. I think it's what a lot of people like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let me ask you as as we get toward the end of this segment. Here's a general question, and maybe you get asked this um, not on a regular basis, but you've you've gotten asked before. Why do you compete still at age 52, which is not not old? I'm. I got you by a few years, but you know what? Generally speaking, why do you compete? It costs you money to to um, in, you know play in these events, you know drive to these events. Uh, what keeps you going uh, even at age fifty-two? Well, I, I I think my ability is still there, so I think once once that. Once that's gone, I don't know if I will compete anymore. But right now, I still feel I still feel pretty good about my game. I mean, I try to stay in pretty decent shape. And in all honesty, I mean, I, I got off I got off to a late start playing golf. Anyways, I mean, I I turned professional when I was 31 years old. So I tried that for five or six years. So I feel like I'm still kind of like in the in the maybe the middle of my prime and. You know, you sit back and see Sean and what Sean's done at senior golf, and, and I'm kind of in that limbo stage where, you know, I can't play any senior amateur golf until I'm 55, so I still have three years for that. So I'm thinking if I can, if I can still stay in good shape, still like to, I, I still enjoy the game. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's the next chapter of my, uh, of my career is maybe, maybe seeing what, Senior golf is like I, I hate to use the word yeah. senior, but it it is what it is. So that's, exactly that's I, I'd say that's it. I just uh, I don't know. I mean, it, in every week, I mean, it, it, these are my friends that are out there. So it's it's fun competing against your friends. The, the younger kids, there's a lot of them I don't know yet, but I'm sure I'm sure I'll, I'll I'm sure I'll get more acquainted with them. But the older guys who I'm, I'm used to playing with, it's it's still fun for us. I mean, it's and, the, and to be honest with you, the golf courses are. are they're short around here, so so it's it's not like um, you know it's not like we're playing seventy five hundred yard golf courses where that may wear me out a little bit. But but these still the mm-hmm. sixty eight hundred yard golf courses are still they're still in the realm of being able to shoot you know anywhere between four and seven under par every weekend. So and plus, like I said, I still I still enjoy it. When when that day comes, then then maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll come up with uh, another alternative. Fishing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rick, thanks for I'm coming not, on. I'm not quite there. I'm not quite there yet, Mike. No, 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 no. I, I saw that the other day. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you taking time on a Saturday morning to come on with me. Um, good luck as we go forward here. See where we're going to end up, and uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing you out there. All right, buddy. So, I hope. Again. I hope so. I hope so- sooner rather than later. I hope. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Rick. Thanks. All right, That's Mike. Rick take Stimmel. care, buddy. Thanks. Yep, that's Rick Stimmel, who uh, won the uh, 27th Stroke Play Championship uh, WPGA event, their first one of the year. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 